Hi, Order Lovers. You are listening to the Order at Heart podcast. I am Dara McClendon, your host, also known as Simply Dara. And this show has been brought to you today by Simply Ordered Solutions. And this is the podcast to help you live well, work well, and be balanced. Here we talk about how to de-stress, how to simplify your life and get rid of the clutter so you can create space for the things you love the most. I want to welcome you warmly to episode six of season three. I am so excited about today's show. We have been talking about the eight dimensions of wellness. And in December, we chatted about occupational and environmental wellness. And then last month, we talked about social and physical. And today we are going to dive into emotional and spiritual wellness. And if you remember, these eight dimensions of wellness are coming from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. They have defined eight dimensions or areas of wellness that help one to be well, live well, holistically. And so we're going to finish up these eight dimensions next month. The last two for us to talk about uh, will be financial and intellectual. But today we are going to get into my two most favorite dimensions of all. And everyone may have their own favorite because we all kind of naturally lean toward one of these dimensions when we're trying to cope with things or, you know, feel better about ourselves, we naturally lean to one of these areas. And so um, I'm going to talk to you today about about my favorites and I can't wait. But before I get into that, I want to remind you to connect with me or invite you. If this is your first time listening, welcome again. Go ahead and grab your phone unless you're driving and text H-I-S-O-S, that's high S-O-S, to 33777. If you follow through those prompts, you will be subscribed to the S-O-S email list. And y'all, I only send a, a newsletter out every other month. Like, I don't have that kind of time. I got a life. I got a job. I got kids. I got, I got so much, but you are still important enough to me for me to send you out some special notes and tips from the show, first dibs and hot promos for things that I've got in the works just for you. And I want you to know you want to go ahead and subscribe because once we finish up these eight dimensions of wellness, I have something so fun that I have got up my sleeve for you guys this uh, side of 2021. So Yes, I'm excited. Now, into today's show, we are going to dive into emotional wellness. So if you remember from the previous episodes, and if you haven't, go ahead and listen to those. They're very short, sweet, easy listening. Um, I give you the, the definition, so to speak, of that area or dimension of wellness. And then I kind of show you, if you're strong in this area, what that looks like. So Very briefly, you can just do a quick mental assessment on a scale of one to five, rate yourself. If one is, I need so much work in this area, and if five is, oh, your girl is good, I am straight in this area, I could probably coach somebody else. Okay, so if you just wanna gauge, if you are a one, a two, three, four, or a five, just note that for yourself and then do whatever work comes next, okay? Um, Again, 
uh, these are coming from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. This is nothing that I have, you know, crafted, defined or made up myself. I'm not a life coach, psychologist or doctor or any of that. So I'll throw out that disclaimer and jump right in. Now, emotional wellness is defined as the ability to cope effectively with life and build satisfying relationships with others. Y'all, I could stay right there and live for the rest of this year because there are so many people who are hurting. And have you heard that saying that hurt people hurt people? I was hurt just last week because somebody who was hurting and broken reached out and like, oh my goodness. I mean, we don't we don't even realize sometimes when we hurt other people and when we hurt ourselves. I hurt myself last week too. It was it was a week last week. <laughs> I was I was unkind to myself. I don't mean like, you know, self harm, but I mean literally self, I guess, deprecation where you are um just thinking thoughts and feeling bad and being overly critical and and just so hard on yourself. That was me last week. That is an unhealthy coping skill that I have had for some time, but I now have skills to help me uh, identify that and to undo that. You know, not only that, but I I surround myself with emotionally stable and strong people who are spiritually solid, who can hold me accountable to when I'm slipping into that. And then they kind of encourage me and get me back on track. So that that's that's just one coping skill that I found effective is just surrounding myself with with healthy people, with strong people. Okay, so if your ability to cope is not a good one if what if the coping things that you are turning to are unhealthy habits like substance abuse or like I mentioned you know being overly critical or negative or um, too hard on yourself or comparing yourself to others um, lashing out at people and just hurting others you need to look deeply into this dimension and and deeper than this podcast you know you might need some therapy and that is okay you might need to to talk to someone a a a confidant a friend or a pastor or a counselor and that is okay if you are strong in this area let me tell you what that looks like okay if you're strong in this area you feel confident period now there are areas of my life where I feel confident but there are there are areas in my life where I don't feel confident where I still struggle and I acknowledge that and I have set up healthy, I guess I'll say boundaries to protect um, myself and to help alert myself when I am slipping into those unhealthy patterns. Okay. If you're strong in this area, you are in control of your feelings and behaviors. They don't run you. They don't control you. You don't just fly off the rails and snap. You know what I'm saying? Just at the drop of a hat. You have some self-control of your emotions and your feelings, you know? You are also able to handle life challenges because life will throw you challenges. That person is going to text you. That driver will cut you off. That person will uh, call you out of the blue and ask you that dumb question. That uh, child or spouse or significant other or family member will test you just to see what happens. It will happen. And that friend will ignore your your message, even though you saw that he or she read it. 
Okay, that stuff happens. That is life. Stuff happens on our jobs. Stuff happens in our businesses. There are ebbs and flows day in and day out. And there is nothing that we can do about all those things. There's no way we can control all of those things. What we can control, what we what we do have some say in is how we respond to it and how we how we take it in and what we do with it when we take it in if we take it in maybe we need to reject some things maybe we need to repel some people maybe we need to separate ourselves how do you handle life challenges do you get stressed do you i mean do you allow the stress to affect you to the point where physically you are now experiencing symptoms and aches and pains like I'm just going to be flat out. I had a stress trigger hit me last week and immediately y'all, I had the headache from hell and I'm not cursing. That's where it came from. It, it really did. And I mean, within, within an hour, really within 30 minutes, I was nauseous. I was feeling dizzy. I was, I felt like I was going to hit the floor. Somebody better be close because I'm going down. Like I did not feel good. And do you know that stress will have that type of effect on you? And it can start with an unhealthy relationship or whatever trigger um, that is in your life affecting your emotional wellness, messing up that balance. You maintain emotional health by engaging in regular, that means consistent May not be every day, might have to be every other day. I just implemented this year, self-care every month. I'm getting a massage. Every week I'm doing something for me related to self-care. But at every month, I'm getting a massage because I love massages <laughs> with all of my being. I do, every, I do. And so it is a part of my budget. I hustle a little bit harder so I can have that massage money. I'm trying to tell you, it makes a difference regular leisure and recreational activities. Maybe you don't want nobody rubbing on you, but maybe hitting that gym is how you work that extra cortisol, that stress hormone or chemical out of your body. Whatever recreational activity it is, if it engages your senses, uses your smell, taste, touch, sight, sound, maybe you just like to put on the earbuds and just act like nothing else is around you. You just listen to the oceanscapes or, you know, the smooth jazz or whatever. Maybe it's taste. Maybe it's touch. Maybe you list, uh, You go and you eat your favorite food. Now, not emotional eating now. That's a bad coping skill. <laughs> not that one. But, I mean, maybe you're a foodie and your palate is very refined. And so you, you treat yourself and indulge in very... Um, rich and cultured tastes. I guess I'll say it that way. Maybe your recreational activity is to light a candle and create an ambiance of relaxation around you. Maybe you go outside and just play with your pet. Maybe you watch your favorite TV show. That's that's me. And that uses my sight, my sound, because I go back to the 90s anytime I need to chill. If it ain't music, it's a TV sitcom. And I'm just, I won't even get started on naming the names because I got one more dimension to go through. Whatever recreational activity just helps you to chill and relax, that you doing that regularly will help you to maintain your emotional health. So go ahead and rate yourself. Where are you on that spectrum, one to five, in terms of emotional wellness? Now, I want to then go into the the last dimension for today's show, spiritual wellness. Spiritual wellness for me, y'all, is so, 
so important. I know that um, that organization has linked for us these eight dimensions kind of like around each other. Like if you Google that eight dimensions of wellness, they all kind of work hand in hand. It's like a, a big wheel, if you will. And they're all kind of equally um, important. But for me personally, and this is no reflection on that organization, uh, but for me, for Dara McClendon, the most important wellness um, dimension is spiritual wellness. That for me, it is the root of everything else. I mean, it's from that. I mean, that is who I am. So it is from that, that all these other areas or dimensions of wellness can be well for me, for me. Maybe that is not the case for you. Maybe you want to chat with me about that one-on-one. I welcome it. I welcome it. I welcome it. I can't say that enough. I would love to chat with you about that. So let's get into this dimension so that I can um, share that email with you and we can wrap up here. Spiritual wellness is related to your values and beliefs, the ones that help you find meaning and purpose in life. Spiritual wellness could come from activities such as volunteering or serving, meeting the needs of others, self-reflection, meditation, prayer, spending time in nature or in a quiet place or space for solitude. Um, This type of just quiet contemplation, it helps you to connect. It helps you to connect with someone greater than you. If you're strong in this area, you have clear values. You have a clear set of this is cool. This is not cool. I believe in this. I don't believe in this. This is good for me. This is not. This is right. This is wrong. You have a sense of self-confidence and you have a feeling of inner peace. So go ahead and rate yourself. Like, where are you on that spectrum? Is that something that you've always wanted to work on or improve? Is that something that you need help in? I'm not a pastor or a counselor, but I can share my story with you if you want to know more. If you want to chat with me one-on-one about just my spiritual journey and how I grew in my faith, please email me at simply at hello at simplyorderedsolutions.com. You can message me at Simply Dara on Facebook or Instagram. And then on Twitter, I'm at Simply Order For You. But look me up, email me, and let's talk about it. I would love to chat with you even about my emotional health and how I sought out therapy and overcame those challenges. I would love to chat with you one-on-one about that. All right, so that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed listening. You got a takeaway that you can take away and uh, go to work, take some action and improve your wellness with. Uh, Thank you for listening today. Feel free to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I'm on all of them. Don't forget my website, simplyorderedsolutions.com. It's always a resource for you. Love and simplicity to you. I'm Simply Dara, and I cannot wait to come back with you next month and finish out these eight dimensions of wellness on the Order at Heart podcast. Bye-bye.